Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Debit card users, listen up. You've worked hard for your money. Now it's time to make it work even harder for you. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can get cash back on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Earn on things like gas, groceries, and even that midday latte. And to top it off, there are no fees, period. Yep, that means you won't be charged fees on your checking account. Transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank. Member FDIC. Guys, I'm officially on tour. I am so excited to hang out with you, but I need you to know this tour is a little different than anything you might have heard me or seen me do before. Still love Jesus, but I cuss a little, and that's what's gonna happen tonight, so get ready. Usually when I speak publicly, it's about how to grow and become a better version of yourself, and yes, I want to talk about that. Don't tell me that you can't do difficult things because that is one teeny tiny example of something that men will never have to deal with. But more than anything, I want to laugh. It's honestly been a really hard year for me and my kids. I just want to tell stories with my friends and laugh until we pee our pants a little bit. The second thing we're going to do is a live Q&A. Oh yeah, no, if you raise your hands, like you're in. <laughs> We get to learn and understand more about ourselves when we hear someone else's stories. The third thing that's different about this tour is that every single location has a bar. I wanted to have a girls' night out. I wanted to have a place where you could get your sister, call your mama, get your neighbor from down the street, and you could come out and you could have a glass of cheap wine and you could watch a show and laugh and have fun and meet new people. The fourth thing, don't bring your husband. Yeah. Don't, I said it. If you got a husband that will laugh about period jokes, bikini waxes, mom stories, bring him on down. If you're not sure if your man thinks that's funny, he doesn't. Come by yourself and make friends. Treat yourself to a night where you are dating you. It's gonna be a lot of fun. That is my number one intention with this tour is that I want to have fun and I know that we will. So check out the show notes to get a link to upcoming cities. Put the word out. Love you. I'll see you soon. If you are trying to sell any kind of product, it means that you actually have to sell it to people. And when we're trying to sell to people, the people we usually start with are the ones we know. And if we're trying to sell wellness products, I'm going to go ahead and guess that potentially you're selling products that people are immediately going to be like, oh, right? You have those kind of fears. Like, what's going to happen? What are they going to say? No, you're already at no. Here's what I want you to hear me say. You're already at no. Your life right now is living with no. You're living with no sales. You're living with no commission. You're living with no help. You're living with, meaning you're not helping other people. You're not doing this thing you're excited about. You're already living that life. So this is your baseline. The life you're living right now, this is your baseline. People will make up these grandiose stories. Oh my Lord, what will happen if I fail at this? You'll come right back to where you are right now. Hi, I'm Rachel Hollis, and this is my podcast. I spend so many hours of every single week reading and listening to podcasts and watching YouTube videos and trying to find out as much as I can about the world around me. And that's what we do on this show. 
We talk about everything, life and how to be an entrepreneur. What happened to dinosaurs? What's the best recipe for fried chicken? What's the best plan for intermittent fasting? What's going on with our inner child? How's therapy working out for you? Whatever it is my guests are into, I want to unpack it so that we can all understand. These are conversations. This is information for the curious. This is the Rachel Hollis Podcast. Hi, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Rachel Hollis Podcast. I'm Rach. Let's hang out. Specifically, let's hang out during this session that happened recently at one of my podcast tour stops. Now, hopefully you have heard an episode before of a series that we do here on the show called Ask Rach. This is when people call in from all over the world and ask me questions. And the questions there really is no category. It's relationships, it's business, it's mindset, it's, hey, I'm going through a breakup, hey, I'm going on a health journey, like everything that you can possibly think of, we get those questions into the hotline. And by the way, if you want to ask a question yourself, you should totally call. It's like an old school answering machine message. You can leave your name out of it. So it can be totally anonymous. But the number is 737 737- 400-4626. You just call and leave me a message. But for today's episode, these are actually live Q&As that I did at a recent podcast tour stop. So during this podcast tour, I've done about an hour of storytelling. And those are stories that are intentionally designed to make you laugh. My goal is to make you laugh and giggle and have energy created, have you feel really good so that you leave fired up and inspired. But all of the stories are really around one specific theme, which is you and only you have the power to change your life. Yes, I'm telling stories about my uterus. I'm talking about dating for the first time post-divorce. I'm talking about sex. I'm talking about basically things you will find funny if you also get your period. But the goal in all of those stories is this theme, this idea of change. And if you want something more than you have today, you've got to do something different than you're already doing. At the end of every single tour stop, I open it up to the audience for a Q&A. You'll hear in today's episode that a lot of those questions are about change. How do I make change? What do I do? I have this idea in my head, but I don't really know. Or I know that I need to leave this relationship, but I'm scared. Or I want to start my own business, but I'm not sure. That's what we're going to talk about today. And I hope that by hearing other people tell their story and talk about what they're going through, you get a little spark, you get a little intuition, you get a little insight that helps you on your own journey. And the only thing I'm going to ask is if you hear something in this episode that is helpful, share it with a friend. Send them a quick text, be like, hey girl, you got to listen to this combo," or send it to your boo and be like, bro, we need to talk. This is exactly what I was discussing the other day. But in any event, if you find it helpful, pass it along. This is today's Ask Rach live. Think about it for a second. Think about it. Pink shirt jumped first. Uh, Jack, can you, Jack's running. Someone's running. I can't see. Oh, it's not Jack. I'm sorry. It's this person right here. Uh, The pink shirt right here in the front. Will you stand up for me? Oh, is it on guys? Tap it. This was like me the first time that I was with a man. It looks so weird, and we don't talk about it enough. (laughs) Everyone talks about us and how we look weird. It's so weird. And I know, because I've seen two of them now. (laughs) What is something that you think about doing or want to do or have a goal or a dream, but the voice in the back of your head tells you it's not for you? I've been single for a really long time. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. But it's at the point where I've been too comfortable being single because of, like, very past traumatic, like, relationships where I've been heartbroken and hurt and betrayed and all that. So when someone now tries to come into my life with good intentions, or at least I see it as good intentions, 
and I start catching feelings, I block them. Right. Because I'm already like thinking like, oh, this is too good to be true. Okay. Does anyone else, just for funsies, has anyone else ever felt like, will you raise your hand? Some version of this, just because I want you to know you're not alone. This is a super normal thing to do. I want to check in really quickly with two things. My instinct when you said that, when someone comes in with good intentions or I think good intentions, and then I block them. Are you blocking them because you're scared? Or are you attracting the wrong kind of person and your intuition knows it? And so you're actually making a wise choice. I think I'm blocking it because I'm scared. Right. Scared of what? And real quick, before you answer, I want you you to put your feet, like wiggle your toes on the floor, feel your feet firmly on the floor. Take a deep breath. And when you answer me, I want you to answer me from here, from this inner knowing. So scared of what? Of failure. Of failure with a relationship. Yes. If a relationship failed, what would that look like to you? It would just be another thing that I have to heal from. Mm, Right. Okay. And uh, I want to just do an exercise. And this is something any of you can do with each other or by yourself. Let's say you meet an amazing man or woman. Man. Man. Okay. You meet an amazing man. It's awesome. You have this great connection. You have this great chemistry. You date for six months. You're really excited. It all goes sideways. It's a fail. Then what? Then I'm back. In the beginning, like from the beginning, like I feel like I again have to like reconnect with myself and refine myself and heal again and maybe give it another try. But if Charlie was for you, (laughs) he would have been with you still. Okay, so nothing that is for us is ever going to miss us. Nothing that is for us is ever going to miss us. And the thing that you're chasing is just as desperately trying to get to you. So it's never going to be a failure in relationships or anything else because all you learned was that that wasn't the one for you. That's all you learned. And hopefully in that process, you learn things about yourself or you learn things about the kind of partner that you want or you learned something, which is all any of us are trying to do is just learn and do better next time. And along the way, maybe someone touched your boobs and it was awesome. You guys had some fun dinners. Like you had a good time. It doesn't have to be end all every single time. Every single time it doesn't have to be that. Because if he was meant to be yours, he would be yours, period. And have you ever heard that expression, your rejection is God's protection? Every single person that you wanted and didn't get wasn't meant to be yours. And anybody who's not going to get how wonderful you are shouldn't be with you anyway. The thing I would say, um, where are my single, where are my single people in this Thank room? Thank you. Where are my single peeps? Thank you. Love you. My best advice, having dated twice, <laughs> but for real, for real, for real, is you are not going to attract what you want in a partner you are going to attract what you are. So if you want someone of worth, if you want someone amazing, if you want the best human you've ever seen in your life, you have to be those things. There are too many people who make this list of like, I want him to be this, I want him to be this, I want him to be this. I have a friend who does this. And I'm like, bitch, you are, what, you're not one of those things. <laughs> not one. She's like, I keep attracting losers. I'm like, mm. <laughs> and it is, it sucks to have to face that. Your friendships, your, your romantic relationships, the job you choose, the boss you have, when you're like, oh my gosh, wait, all of these people in my circle have this characteristic, have this trait, and the trait sucks. That's terrifying. Because then you realize, like Taylor told us, I'm the problem, it's me. But the beautiful thing about that discovery is that if you are the problem, you are also the solution. So I know it sucks when you really want to make out with someone and there's no one to make out with. But at the same time, along this way, you're learning who you are. 
You're hopefully dating yourself. You're having a good time. You're learning, you're growing. You're going on vacation alone, I hope. You're just like doing all the things. This man is gonna have to catch up to you. He's gonna have to find you. Where are you? You're on vacation, you're living your life, you're running your business, you're doing whatever. Make it hard for them to find you because you are living such a fantastic life that you're only, look, I heard this thing the other day that I thought was so amazing. An eagle is the only bird that can fly at the height of an eagle. So when an eagle's flying, if it sees a bird in the distance, it has to be another eagle. Get to such an altitude in your life that the only kind of person you're gonna meet there is at your level. Almost every morning of my life, I have oatmeal. Seriously, during the winter, having something hot in the morning really makes a big difference in my day. Quaker has been a trusted name in oatmeal for over 145 years, which means they've been milling oats since before the invention of the zipper, the stop sign, or ballpoint pens. Quaker has something for everyone, whether it's old-fashioned or quick oats that are good for cooking or baking. And while a ton of things have changed, the good stuff remains the same. Quaker, getting up to some good since 1877. Look for Quaker Oats at your local grocery store. Guys, no two listeners of the show are exactly alike, which means that no two vacations you take are going to be exactly alike either. And if you're looking for a place that will serve all of you, Texas has a vast landscape of cultures, regions, destinations, and activities that allow for an infinite number of different travel experiences. I love Texas so much, I moved my family there for five years. Because here's the deal, Texas has it all. Are you a beach person? We got you. If you love a rugged vacation, not my jam, but there's plenty of campgrounds, hiking trails, and state parks galore. My favorite part about Texas? the food. It is the thing I miss the absolute most. Whether you love barbecue or Tex-Mex or just want to be in cities that take their food very seriously. You can enjoy live music, visit internationally recognized art museums, and check out thrilling cowboy experiences. Visit TravelTexas.com slash get your own to get the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. That's TravelTexas.com slash get your own. To me, being healthy is really grounded in nutrition. Honestly, what I eat and what my kids eat is super important to how we live our lives. It's why I love a company like Thrive Market. Because Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. So when I go online and I use their on-site filters, I can figure out exactly my lifestyle needs and trust that what I'm getting from Thrive Market is what I want to take into my body. When you join Thrive Market, you're also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. You can join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash rach for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash rach thrivemarket.com slash rach who is someone else who has a thing let's go different than relationships you've got something in your life that you are like i really this i i, I want to do this i want to get healthy i want to start the business i want to yeah right here white shirt mm-hmm, yep you yeah it's always funny to me when people raise them like me yeah, you're, you're on. 
This is your moment. Thank you so much. Starting the business. What business do you want to start? I am a representative for health and wellness products and going through a lot of training and I see these amazing people, mainly women, doing these trainings and I think I don't have the education they have. Neither I don't did have they. have the connections. Neither did the they. The experience. Neither did I just, they. I want to do it, but I don't see myself being able to. I get it. I, I don't want to jump on you because this is something that so many people do. We compare ourselves to someone else's middle when we're at the beginning of the race. We're like, oh my gosh, I could never be like Rachel's on stage. She's so beautiful in person. I had no idea. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, she's so good. What you don't understand is that the first time I stood on a stage was 15 years ago. And I wrote all of my notes on index cards this thick. And I, my hands were shaking so badly. And my voice was shaking so badly. And I didn't know what to do with the index cards. I hadn't thought that far ahead. And so I just started throwing them in the floor. It was a disaster. It was a disaster. When I was trying to learn to be a speaker, I would go anywhere. I would speak at the opening of an envelope. I went to old folks' homes and spoke because they couldn't escape. I went to libraries, I would speak in front of one person and I would just allow myself to suck as long as I was getting a little bit better. What you need to understand is that every single person you admire in the field, in the thing you wanna do, and you're like, oh, that would be so cool. They didn't know what they were doing in the beginning either. I promise you, they did not know what they were doing. And so the difference, no, listen to me. I'm really right about this. The difference between you and those women you admire is just experience. That's it. And anybody can gain experience. Anybody. Are you willing to work for it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Have you figured out things before in your life ever? Have you ever figured something out? Everything is figureoutable. Of course. Of course it is. Right? Like, we don't give ourselves credit for all of the things we have done. And I don't just mean like in business, right? Or if, if you're in a career, you have those things. Those are maybe a little bit more obvious. Think about all of the crap you have lived through and you are still here. Think about, let's just go back to parenting. If you've raised a kid and the kid has not yet ended up in prison, fantastic! <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> How many of you put yourself through college, which is the worst? It is so hard. How many of you have gone to therapy again and again and again, even though it sucks and it's brutal and you're like, I cannot talk about my mom anymore. <laughs> and then 10 minutes later, you're like, my mom. <laughs> this life is hard and we're doing it. And the only reason that you don't understand how strong you are is because you never take time to add up the strengths. You never take time to look back and go, holy crap, it, we, we do all of this stuff and we get no credit in our own mind because we think that's what we're supposed to do, right? I know I'm a badass. Yes. Sir, I, I've been on my own since 16. I bought a house by myself at 29. I can do it. Right. It can't be done. I don't know about this. <laughs> but, but what's the voice in the back of your head telling you? You can't. You can't. Why? Be real. Answer me from here. You're not good enough. You're not good enough for what? Success. Have you experienced success before? The most amazing marriage. Right. Absolutely. It will success. Everything. You know. So like you said, do you think on some level you can only have success in certain areas? I don't know. This just really intimidates me. This is my best friend and she kicks ass. Yes. And I just... Well, eagles only fly with other eagles. Right? Right? <laughs> so, I just, I want to get the, to the root of this. Because oftentimes, we will talk about the symptoms. We'll say, I'm scared, I have anxiety, I have this. But if you don't ever understand what's really under there, then you can't actually fix it because you won't face it. So, so tell me, like, why this thing? Have you been in business before? Have you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what is so scary about this? 
I don't want to be a failure. I don't want to be a quitter. I don't want to be a failure. I don't want to be a quitter. Have you ever failed or quit before? I have walked away. You have walked away. Are you afraid of failing or are you afraid of us watching you fail? Ooh, watching me. Yeah, that's what we're all afraid of. It's not about failure, it's about ego. Because yeah. right now, if I stay here in my comfort zone, I get to have everyone think just only what they think of what I've achieved so far. But if I try something new, holy crap, what will happen if I'm not very good at it? I want you to know if I did a RISE conference tonight, there would be 10,000 people in an arena in Sacramento. I but, had tickets in Los Angeles uh, and <laughs> damn it, COVID. I know. <laughs> But the reason I say that is because if I was still doing all the stuff that I know how to do, I would still have the perception that everybody wants to have, right? I can sell it at an arena. But I really wanted to try something new. I really wanted to tell funny stories and see if I could have a, a bigger group of people come in because it wasn't personal development, it was like sneaky personal development. <laughs> like I'd talk about my period and then you'd leave feeling inspired. <laughs> That felt cool to me. But when I first started doing this tour, 200 people show up, then 300 people show up. And slowly but surely, like, it's still not an arena, but Sacramento is 600 people, and this is the most we've had so far on tour. <laughs> but anytime you try something new, it's gonna be awkward, it's gonna be funky. And I guess the question is, are you so full of yourself that you're not willing to take a little bit of a ding on your ego? I'm willing to take it. I'm just so scared. There's so much potential, and I don't know if I'm afraid of success or afraid of failure. Okay, well, let's figure it out real quick. No. Because, no, no. <laughs> Girl, why do you? Look, look. I do not believe in accidents, ever. I believe that I talked to the people in the audience that I was supposed to talk to tonight. And the reason that we're having this conversation is not just for you, is I guarantee that there are other people in this room who have something very similar in their life. So let's figure it out. Fear of failure, fear of success. Fear of success. Check that in your gut. What would happen if two years from now, you're the one teaching the class? You're making all the money, you're doing all the things, you're helping people, you're sharing products that you really believe in. It's you at the front of the classroom. How does that feel in your gut? Fine, I've done it before. Okay, great. So it's not that. So it's fear of failure. So you've yeah. done it before and you've had success before, so you haven't tried something new in a while. Oh, yeah. We haven't tried something new in a while, <clears throat> and what if I'm not as good as I think I am? What if I'm not as good as I once was? What if I can't get back to that place? And by the way, doing what you're trying to do means that you will have to put yourself out there. If you are trying to sell any kind of product, it means that you actually have to sell it to people. And when we're trying to sell to people, the people we usually start with are the ones we know. And if we're trying to sell wellness products, I'm going to go ahead and guess that potentially you're selling products that people are immediately going to be like, oh, Right? You have those kind of fears. Like, what's going to happen? What are they going to say no? You're already at no. Here's what I want you to hear me say. Okay. You're already at no. Mm -hmm. Your life right now is living with no. You're living with no sales. You're living with no commission. You're living with no help. You're living with, meaning you're not helping other people. You're not doing this thing you're excited about. You're already living that life. Yeah. So this is your baseline. The life you're living right now, this is your baseline. People will make up these grandiose stories. Oh, my Lord, what will happen if I fail at this? You'll come right back to where you are right now. <laughs> you already know how this feels. <laughs> you'll go get Chick-fil-A on the way home. It'll be fine. <laughs> and then you'll wake up the next day and you'll try again. It is only a failure if you quit. And that's your choice, right? You could, get, you could do it six months, nine months, two years, and be like, actually, this isn't the right season. This isn't the right time. And I'm just going to make a pivot. And then I could try something new. But it's only a failure if you decide it's a failure. Seriously. I would I'm, feel like I'm the failure. What was that? I would feel like I'm the failure. Why? I know. Here's the thing. I love, I love you guys because you're encouraging of them. But it doesn't matter how often we tell our friends something if they don't believe it themselves. So I love I, what you just said. I would feel like I'm a failure. What is a failure? 
Let her answer it. Not succeeding. Not, not succeeding. Not grabbing at not going. Not grabbing, not going. What else? Keep going. Who, who's a failure? Oh. Your no. husband. Yes. I'm sorry, my oh. husband. Oh, she tried something again. Yes. And it didn't work. Yeah. Would he actually say that to you, or is that something you're making up in your head? Exactly. Her friend said he would not say that. How often do we do this? We make up a narrative about what someone else would say or do. Uh, We go to the worst possible place. We play it all the way to the end. And then they would say this and then they would say this. With all the love in my heart, because I feel like you need your butt kicked, you don't need a hug. She'll do it. Yeah, no, but you're, (laughs) you're making these scenarios up. You're making excuses that are going to keep you right here. I can already tell if you stay in this vibration, you're going to barely dip your toe into the water. You're going to barely try and do this. Then you're going to find some reason why, oh, you know what? It actually doesn't feel the way that I thought it would. And I'm going to back up before I get too far in. If you want to have success in any area of your life, you've got a fucking cannonball. There's no, there's no toe. It's all the way in. At least then you can look back on your life and be like, I freaking tried. I said this to my boyfriend the other day. He's like, why? Why the tour? Like, why? It's, it's a lot to travel. You got to leave the kids. You got to do these things. Like, you have the podcast. You don't have to leave home. Like, tell me what it is. And I said, because I know this is a thing. I haven't figured it out yet, but I know it's a thing. I know that there are people in this room who brought a friend or a husband who was like, where are we going? Why are we going to this? I know it. And maybe most of those people are like, this chick is crazy. I just want to go get a drink already. I get it. But I also know that then there's at least one person, at least one person will come to something like this and have a moment where they go, oh, Oh, maybe I could do this, or maybe I can try that, or maybe I can be the one on stage, or maybe I can be that one, right? And that is my prayer always is, God, just give me one. Give me one person, and I'm going to keep trying to do stuff, and I'm not going to see it as failure because my heart's in the right place. It's only going to feel icky to sell the product or to start the business if you don't believe in the product. And by the way, maybe your intuition is like, it's not this thing. Oh, it is. Okay. It is. Great. Then that's where you lead from. That. You get to make a choice. And I say this with reverence and with love, but you get to make a choice about what the rest of your life looks like. And my gut, do do you have kids? One. You have one, and you've raised a son or daughter or... You've raised them, right? A hellion daughter. <laughs> hellion daughter. Well, then you get all the love for having done that. And how old is she? Just about 18. Just about 18. So you're trying to figure out what's next for you. Yeah. And what's next for you is the God-given right to try stuff and get it wrong. The ability to have freedom to do whatever it is you want to do, even if it doesn't work out to try with your whole heart, with everything you believe in and see where you go. But I'm gonna gonna challenge you, do it for a year. Do it for a year. Say no matter what, for a year, I'm giving this everything. And at the end of the year, I can throw up middle fingers and walk away if it's not for me, but I will know that I gave it my all. And I freaking guarantee you, if you lead with your heart, if you give it your all for a year, you will be astounded at where you are, astounded. And when the voice in the back of your head starts up, just be like, thank you so much. You're not allowed to talk to me until August of 2024. (laughs) Seriously. Yeah. Just try. Just try. I will. Oh, the person who loves you most in the world is going to judge you? No. If he's any kind of partner, he wants you to thrive. He wants you to feel good. He wants you to find your thing. I just don't want to disappoint. Who? Who are you going to disappoint? I, my, my husband, he's a love of my life, and... He, he, what, for what? Wait, are you investing money in this thing? Nope. <laughs> I, I'm over here thinking she's joined a Ponzi scheme that cost $12,000, <laughs> and he's going to be so upset. Stop. 
like with all the love in my heart, I'm not even talking to you, I'm talking to the voice, stop. These are stories that you've been telling yourself for too long. And if you're not careful, you'll be 90 years old looking back on your life and going, man, it was beautiful, but I think I could have done more. Don't do that. Don't waste it. Tell the voice to shut up. Give it a year. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Give it up for her, you guys. I am taking my four children away this weekend to go skiing. And I think if you're a parent like me, you understand how important it is to have a kitchen available to you when you have four kids, which is why Airbnb is always the place that I head to just make the vacation easier. And I have always used Airbnb as a place to stay, whether it was for work or family or a girl's weekend. But more and more, my friends are using Airbnb in a totally different way as a business, as a way to invest in property and earn money for it. While you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle, and it's a great way to earn some extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash hosting. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. I saw you raise your hand. Yeah, you, sister. Stand on up. And can we grab her a microphone? Guys, give her a hand while we're grabbing her a microphone. She's just right here. This is your mic. Thank you so much. I met you at Rise Dallas. Cool. Happy to see you again. Yeah, you too. And what I'm going to ask us all to do right now is to just hold space for her because it is very vulnerable. You notice she was one person in a room of hundreds who raised their hand. So it takes real courage to do this. And I'm just going to ask us to hold space for that. Before we talk, I want you to just feel your feet on the ground. Yeah, you already know. And then when you speak to me, I want you to to answer me from here. So tell us what's going on. I'm a career woman. I'm, I'm the bread maker for my family. It's ending in October but I can kind of keep it going. I really want to do my own thing. I really want to open a podcast, open my own consulting firm. And it's really hard because I carry the weight of my family on my back. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like I'm sucked into the money. And I'm just wondering, what's a mindset hack that I can say money will come if I follow my heart? So the first thing that I'm going to say is... uh I don't believe in accidents. I I believe that every single person who asks a question is exactly what we all needed to hear tonight. And you're not asking a financial expert or what you're asking me. And so here's my first thought. I don't think uh, it would be real awkward if my mom had decided to surprise me and come to San Diego. (laughs) Mom, you're not here, are you? Okay. I think actually, even if she was here, she'd be okay with me saying this because it's the truth. Um, I have a mom who's a dreamer. I have a mom who's a bit of a butterfly, uh, meaning that she would try something, then she would try something else, and she would try something else. And uh, it's beautiful, and we should all have the ability to have that kind of freedom, but it's very difficult when you have four kids. And so for the child of that butterfly, it often felt very um, unstable for us. And so a lot of times over the years when people, men or women, ask me questions about, I want to go do my own thing, and I know you say, like, jump into the deep end and learn how to swim— Yes, but not if you are the one taking care of the whole family. You can't go that wild. Now, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't pursue this goal because you absolutely freaking should because you will never, in my opinion, you will never have as much control over your finances as you do if you're an entrepreneur, period. 
Like everyone thinks that being an entrepreneur is the scariest, most uncertain thing that you could do. And I actually think it's exactly the opposite. Because when you work for someone else, you know exactly how much you're going to make on your paycheck every single week. And that's beautiful. There's certainty in that. But as an entrepreneur, you can twist a few levers, work a little harder, make a couple calls, and double your income in a week if you're willing to try, right? You have to know how to do things. You have to work hard, but it is possible. So what I would do in your situation, you've got until October, that's not long enough. Because if you are, um, are y'all familiar with Maslow's hierarchy of needs? So as human beings, our most basic need is, man, we need security. We need safety. We need a roof over our head and food on our plate. And if you don't have those things, if you're worried about how you're going to make rent, 0% chance that you can effectively grow that business the way you want to. It doesn't mean that you can't make money because lots of people make money from a place of fear, but then you're putting the energy and the vibration into that business that's fully in scarcity, which means you'll never be able to come out of it. So my best advice to you is number one, you already have this career that you know how to do, right? You've been yep. doing it for a while. You know how to make money at that. Yes. So I would come up with a plan that allows you to keep doing the career that you know how to do. And then um, what are the hours of that career? Yeah, I actually negotiated um, five of us to get funding and I should know within a month and I can, well, obviously I work 40 hours, but yeah. all from home, right. so I can. Perfect, right. so um, your new hours working on the new venture mm -hmm. are the two hours before that work starts yep. and the three hours after it ends so and both. the weekends, right? So or depending on how old your kids are, that might have to shift because if you got a four-year-old at home or a baby, it's not conceivable that you can give that kind of energy. Got but it. based on where you are in the season of your life, you do have time to commit to something. But the thing is, it's gonna take a sacrifice. You're going to have to sacrifice time with your family to do the thing that you think will best take care of the family in the long run. Yeah. So figure out how you can be building the new dream while paying the bills simultaneously. Got it. Thank I you. don't ever believe that anybody who has other people counting on them financially should go take a wild leap. It's just going to add too much unnecessary stress to your yep. life. Thank you. Love. Now, not to say that it won't be stressful to add in those extra hours, yeah. but it's doable. I mean, if we've been hanging out for a while, you know that I wrote the books at 4 a.m., 5 a.m. before the kids got up. As soon as they got up, we got to get them to school. We got to do the thing. I got to go to my nine to five. Then I would come home, get the kids in bed, and I'm writing again. We have to pursue our dreams and goals sometimes before the sun comes up and after it goes down. But people who have that, that, that passion in their heart, they know that potential. You've got it there. You've got it. But I wouldn't ever recommend that you bounce from this one to go do the new thing. Yeah. But just make sure, I'm going to sound real cheesy like your hippie cousin, but just make sure that as you're pursuing the new thing, that you're pursuing it from a place of love, from a place of joy, from a like, holy shit, I get to try my own thing. Because if you bring any of that fear or scarcity or what will happen, it's going to color everything else that you do. No, I can do both. Thank yeah, you. you can. Of course you can. Thank you. Thanks. All right. Someone else. It's not about work, though. I see you right here, sister. Uh, can we... I'm sorry. I'm making you go all around the room. So right here. So tell us what you're, you want to change about your life, but you're feeling like, oh, I don't know how to do it. Yes. So thank you. And that was so resonant in my life, too. So thank you. But... I feel as though I'm a leader in my daily life, but in my relationship, I feel small. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I can say different aspects of my partner who I love, but it's really me. And I haven't necessarily seen it modeled to be a leader in relationship. And I don't like that feeling. So yeah, any advice on how to feel tall or full in oh, a relationship? Oh, wow, what a great Thank question. Thank you for that. So. The first thing that I thought of was, I think most of us don't, didn't have that modeled, right? Most of us grew and grew up in more traditional environments where we maybe saw something that looked very different than what we would like to create in our current life. The thing that I think about the relationship that I have today is that we both lead in our own areas. So there is no leader 
in our relationship. We are very much partners. And I actually didn't know that was a real thing until I found it. That I found someone who, who truly meets me head to head, heart to heart, toe to toe. That I found someone who is doing as much to take care of me as I'm doing to take care of him. And I think like I wouldn't ever want to be a leader of him and I definitely don't want him to be a leader of me, but I want us to be able to come together and like face the world together. Do you feel like, is it something that's happening? Like, is there anything coming from you? Is your partner a man? Yeah. Okay. Um, so is there anything coming from him that you feel like is making you feel like that or you're just kind of naturally doing it? So I say this with so much love. I'm a life coach, and when we first met, he was like a party boy musician. I thought it was going to be a fling. Ended up being so much more than a fling. He's completely revolutionized his life without my asking or doing. And I think that there's a level of insecurity within him that sometimes he'll say things to me like jokingly. To Not a joke. Of, it's passive-aggressive, but yes. To... to bring us to equals but I absorb it rather than and he's working on it he's in therapy he's like zero gaslighting full accountability so kind so loving but it's still something yeah dude thank you for sharing that because that's a that's big and it's hard um how long have you guys been together a year and a half okay so it's still pretty new I also just want to honor him because for him to own it, for him to go to therapy, that actually is freaking huge. And I think that we get this mythology that we're supposed to meet this like perfect partner. They're supposed to have everything figured out and be the, no, the whole goal is that we're supposed to grow together. As long as we're evolving together and growing together, that's what matters. But there is this really weird thing that we as women do where we understand that we're making them feel insecure, and so we naturally make ourselves small to accommodate. Or you naturally, like you said, absorb what he's saying. I saw this video the other day on um, Instagram or something where a couple was taking a picture at, uh, at the wedding. Beautiful woman, beautiful man. They were taking a picture, and right before the picture, he smacked her gut. And her first reaction was like, because she was taking a picture in front of everybody. It was her first, first reaction. So she went, <laughs> she laughed to make everybody else around them feel comfortable that he had just shamed her in that way. And we see this modeled for us maybe when we're little, we see this in other relationships, and it sucks because we start to do it without being conscious of it. So one thing is you're very conscious. The other thing is, you have to just start showing up as yourself and let the chips fall where they may. Because right now, you are not in this relationship as your full and whole self, which means you don't even know if he can handle your full, whole self. And sometimes, they can't. And by the way, that doesn't make him a bad person, that doesn't make him a jerk. That might mean that he's just not at a place in his life where he's capable of you in all of your glory. But just because they are not capable of us in all our glory does not mean we should dim our own light to accommodate their weakness. Thank you. I heard this expression years ago and it is my favorite. It takes a really good man to be better than no man at all. It does, but we're not supposed to say that because everything taught us that we're supposed to be in a partnership no matter what. And you know, look, you and I could talk about this all night. We could spend the rest of this evening discussing it. You know in your gut right now without asking me, even if you don't want to come into consciousness with it yet, you know whether or not he's right for you in this season of your life, don't you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't even have to get into that. You know. So what you're actually asking is, is it okay for me to be with someone who I feel like I have to play small for? The answer to the question for me is never. Never. And you are not talking to someone who is like, oh, I have no idea how hard that changed. I walked away from everything with four kids, with a company, with a brand, with millions of people talking shit, I walked away from everything because I thought it would be better 
to be the villain of his story if it meant I could be the hero of my own. And it doesn't mean that it is not brutal to make a choice like that. But you get to choose. And by the way, many of you are in relationships where you're like, no, hell no. This is my boo. We are going to work on this. We are going to face this together. We are going to do the couples therapy. This is my person. That's freaking beautiful. Do that. But then there are other people in the room who don't feel that way. What they feel is, I love him. I love him so much. I care about him as a person and he has come so far. I'm so proud of how far he's come. I don't wanna hurt him in this way by saying that it's still not enough, right? Yeah. But here's the flip. We think that we're doing it because oh my gosh, they're gonna be so hurt if they're not with me. Here's the flip. By staying in that relationship, you keep him from the partner he actually needs. You keep him from the person he's supposed to be. You keep him from the therapy he needs to do. You get to make that choice. You don't have to make it tonight. You don't have to make it six months from now, but we always know. We always know, and most of us as women just hope that we're gonna find some kind of rationale that will be good enough to explain the intuition in our belly. Man, if it would just go sideways, if it would just be this, then I could walk away and it wouldn't be my fault. But if you want a life that's different, if you want a life that wasn't modeled for you, if you want the relationship you know you can have and deserve, you gotta meet an equal. That's what you need in a mate. That's what you need in a partner. See, some of you are eagles and you keep rolling down to that pigeon trying to prop him up, <laughs> trying to get him to do some therapy, trying to slide that book across the way, trying to prop up your little fat little pigeon, get him to fly at your level. You know the answer. Thank yeah, you. you knew it before you stood up. Thank you. But I honor, I honor whatever's coming next. If you stay, if you go, it's gonna be hard either way. And it doesn't make you a bad person. It makes you someone who's fighting for herself. Yeah, guys, give it up. The Rachel Hollis Podcast is produced by me, Rachel Hollis. It's edited by Andrew Weller and Jack Noble. It's your time. Join global thought leader, executive producer, and New York Times bestselling author T.D. Jakes and today's leading culture shifters for an experience unlike any other. At the 2024 International Leadership Summit, spiritual and business leaders can gain the practical tools they need to maximize their timing for success. With world-class discussions, breakout sessions, and networking opportunities, this is where your dreams turn into reality. Timing is everything, and your time is now. March 21st through 23rd in Dallas, Texas. Register today at thisisils.org. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.